and 11:60 a.m. Utah's news, traffic, and weather station. Was the martyrdom of Joseph Smith simply the result of spontaneous anarchy or a carefully orchestrated assassination? Best-selling author Keith Terry and co-author Henry Holmes shed dramatic new light on the fateful and relentless events leading up to the deadly shots that spilled the best blood of the 19th century. A powerful narrative seamlessly wrapped in the vivid color of historical fiction. Martyrdom Conspiracy, the silencing of an American prophet. Conspiracy and intrigue come to life in this carefully researched novel. The presidential campaign of 1844 initiated a dark chain of events ending in murder. Desperate to retain their seats of power, hateful men and jealous religionists unite in a blood oath to destroy an American original. The prophet Joseph Smith. Martyrdom Conspiracy, the silencing of an American prophet. Ask for it in bookstores, online at digitallegends.com. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Good afternoon. I'm Dan Jessup in the KSL 24-hour newsroom. KSL's top local story this hour. Members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints meeting this Easter Sunday as the 185th Annual General Conference of the Church continues. General Primary President Rosemary M. Wixom spoke of a friend who lost her faith and returned taking simple steps forward. We too may wonder, is Heavenly Father really there? only to rejoice, as my friend did, when the answers come in quiet, simple assurances. Church President Thomas S. Monson announcing three new temples will be built in Abidjan, Ivory Coast, Port-au-Prince, Haiti, and Bangkok, Thailand. The 2 p.m. session will be heard here on KSL News Radio. KSL's top national story this hour from ABC News. Pope Francis calls for more religious tolerance during Easter celebration in St. Peter's Square. Buona Pasqua. After wishing Happy Easter to the 50,000 or so rain-soaked onlookers in St. Peter's Square, Pope Francis called for peace in Syria, Iraq, Libya, and other nations, and for the world to do more in the face of the persecution of Christians. Francis made special reference to the killings on Thursday of almost 150 students, many Christian, at Garissa University College in Kenya. The Pope also spoke out against victims of drug dealers and exploitation. Megan Williams, ABC News, Rome. An explosion hit a bridge near a neighborhood in central Cairo today and has left one person dead, another wounded. Just last week, a militant group claimed responsibility for a bombing in front of Cairo University that wounded eight people, including four police officers. Well, what a perfect day Saturday was for kids to go out and have some fun. An estimated 5,000 people gathered at a park in Harriman to hunt for Easter eggs with family and friends. Carmen Freeman says it brings the whole community together. We love our community. We love the dynamics of uh, uh, the diversity of our population. We do have a lot of little children and they just add to the vibrance of our community. The annual Harriman Easter egg hunt also includes a section for kids with special needs so they can participate in the fun as well. Coming up on KSL News Radio, a little wrinkle in the weather, but not till after Easter. We'll check that forecast. KSL News Time 104. There's something important you need to know about Utah's morning news. We are Utah's only all-news morning show. It's 5 to 9 on KSL News Radio. If you have any hearing trouble at all, you need to see Advanced Hearing Center. Dr. Enoch and his staff have moved to a new location in Murray, 4500 South 310 East. And right now, you can save up to 60% on some of their hearing aids as part of that moving sale. So really, if you've been putting off getting new hearing aids, right now is the time. At their new facility, they have these wonderful rooms called Sound Suite Rooms that are specially designed to help find the best fitting technology for you. Dr. Enoch explained to us it's not just about making sound louder. It's about making it clearer. Can you understand people on the phone? maybe in a crowded room. It's really all about understanding. This is what they did for my father when we went in. They really helped him find the best hearing aid. And right now you can call today for a free hearing exam. Don't put this off. 801-203-3553. That's 801-203-3553 or go online at advancedhearing.org. That's Advanced Hearing Center in Murray, 4500 South, 310 East. Don't put this off. We have one goal for Triple Z continues to be a major issue around the country. Utah lawmakers passed a landmark anti-discrimination and... Traffic and weather together brought to you by your Utah Toyota dealers... 
Busy downtown, lots of pedestrian and auto traffic as well. Be careful if you're in the area. I don't see any crashes to report on the freeways or surface streets. Sunshine will top off in the upper 60s today. Tonight, 43. Maybe some showers moving in as we head into late Monday, Tuesday, and midweek. Possible snow on the mountains. 66 now. It's 105. You get the top stories every 30 minutes. Breaking news the second it happens. I'm Dan Jessup. KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Utah's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. Religious liberty continues to be a major issue around the country. Utah lawmakers passed a landmark anti-discrimination and religious liberty bill this year. Indiana and Arkansas are in the news for measures that would protect liberties but may not protect against discrimination. Last fall, we spoke exclusively with Elder Dallin H. Oaks and Deseret News editor Paul Edwards about these very issues. In fact, Elder Oaks was preparing to speak at UVU about religious liberties from a civic perspective. Well, I, uh, I'm simply saying that I'm not uh, speaking as a leader of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but I'm speaking as an interested, uh, knowledgeable a citizen concerned about the conditions of democracy and free speech in our country. You say religious freedom is at stake, and I think I think it would be help if, helpful if you could illustrate how critical that situation is at this point. Well, there are many contests uh, about religious freedom in our country today. We've always had such contests, at least for for a century, but now. Uh, they've gotten to be very political and very divisive. And uh, specifically, we've got non-discrimination, which is a very important civic value, being set in opposition to religious freedom. And people are choosing upsides as if you couldn't have both of them. And it's not a good situation. And related to it is the fact that, that some of the, the uh, contests are really impinging on free speech, something the media ought to be concerned about as well as citizens generally. So would you say then, Elder, is the First Amendment doing its job to protect religious freedoms in America? Well, the First Amendment stands as a barrier, but it's constantly in uh, interpretation. And some of the current interpretations of freedom of religion, for example, put that uh, value in in doubt. For example, uh, I'm very concerned about an argument that's being made by some scholars that religious freedom doesn't really add anything to free speech. That as long as, as ministers uh, are able to speak and as long as people are free to worship, all of that comes under free speech and there's no uh, reason to be concerned about the free exercise of religion. I'm quoting the constitutional mm-hmm. provision. That's a very dangerous argument. The framers of our Constitution must have felt that there was something very significant in the freedom of religion because they provided two guarantees for the freedom of religion. They guaranteed the free exercise of religion and they also guaranteed free speech. And both of those great values, the first freedoms, we call them, uh, uh, combine to protect the freedom of religion. And that is being threatened by arguments that are being put forward and and sometimes uh, relied on impliedly or or directly by courts. Do you think that the the people, both religious and and non-religious in the country, understand the constitutional guarantees to that as it relates to freedom of religion? Well, I don't think so. But uh, people generally have not been very sophisticated about constitutional guarantees. So I don't see that as as something unusual. But I see it as a responsibility for well-educated citizens, members of the bar, uh, judges to be sure, uh, and and, uh, and opinion leaders to be acquainted with the United States Constitution and its guarantees. You said a short time ago when you spoke at BYU-Idaho that we should contend for the free exercise of religion. H- how do you see that happening? Well, uh, there are a number of different things that people can do to contend for it. 
One is to insist upon their right to be heard in the public square. There's another uh, theory abroad in the land, and it's relied on expressly by some judges and by some scholars, that uh, religious values are off-limits in the public square, and that they certainly can't be used uh, by lawmakers, which is a preposterous argument. Uh, Anyone who knows anything about Anglo-American law knows that the law of crimes and the law of family and a lot of other laws are based on the Judeo-Christian heritage. You can take them right back into the Old Testament. And to, to say that religious values are not an appropriate basis to make laws, or in other words, to say that this is wrong and therefore will make it illegal, that's a preposterous argument, but it's, it's gaining velocity today. And that's one of the, one of the reasons for, for concern. Uh, people are, are saying in public debates and some legal philosophers are publishing books and contending that that a person has to have a public reason for making a law or making an argument and a public reason can't be religious faith or religious values thinking about lawmakers then elder do you think that a candidate's belief or lack of belief is necessarily relevant then to his or her ability to serve in office or preparedness to serve in office? It's a good question. I, I, I know, as you do, uh, being legally trained, Amanda, that the U.S. Constitution says there shall be no religious test for public office. That's a very important value in our society. And I think in any kind of public uh, reaction to the question you've put, it's off limits to say that a person is or is not a Christian or a Jew or a believer or whatever it may be. But it can never be off limits to the individual voter in their own heart in saying, well, I, I'm a Catholic and I prefer a Catholic candidate. We can't stop that and, and the Constitution doesn't forbid it. But the Constitution forbids a public test uh, for for public office, a religious test for public office. And uh, so I would answer your question by saying, yes, it's relevant in one sense. Uh, no, it's not relevant in another sense. We, we think in terms of people of faith when we think of religious freedoms, and the discussion seems to be centered in that arena. Uh, Elder, if you could comment on how society benefits generally people who might not be considered people of faith. How do, how do they benefit from our religious freedoms being protected and preserved? Well, it's a good question, Grant. Let me just call uh, uh, upon an answer in these terms. Uh, we know that we cannot have a civilized society by depending upon laws and law enforcement to regulate the conduct of citizens. The amount of of conduct of citizens in in any respect, whether it is uh, obeying laws or not obeying laws, simply obeying ethical conduct or consideration of neighbor and so on, the amount of that that can be the subject of laws or that can be enforced by laws is a tiny fraction. The civilized society is held in place by obedience to the unenforceable. And it's religion that teaches people to obey the unenforceable. And if you only have uh, half of the people who believe in God and are religious, society still has a great interest in religion because it holds things together. And people who are not religious have ethical standards and they have other standards. I believe, as a religious person, that the belief that I have that I'm accountable to God now or later holds me in line uh, more rigorously than ethical standards or or professional standards could ever hold me in line and that's why I think society has a great interest in religion even if the people who are called upon to defend it are not themselves believers coming up more with elder Dallin Oaks on religious freedom on KSL news radio
Did you know MD Diet has been serving Utah for over 30 years? Did you know that MD Diet Taylor makes each diet specific to individual clients' weight loss needs? Or that MD Diet is one of the only clinics in the state offering two new FDA-approved weight loss medications, Cusenia and Belvic? They also offer Lipoblast, HCG, as well as their unique medical weight loss program. Don't you want to look better, feel better, sleep better, and have more energy? Then call MD Diet. In Salt Lake or Orem, call MD Diet today and receive $50 off any new patient sign-up. 801-293-3100 or mddietclinic.com. Get a tax refund? Here's a fantastic idea. Sleep on it. Not under your mattress, but on a new mattress from Mattress Deals. Invest in a tremendous night's sleep at Mattress Deals with Utah's guaranteed lowest prices. Bring home a twin memory foam mattress starting at only $99. Sealy Posturepedic Queen mattresses from as low as $259. Save big off Stearns and Foster and Sealy Optima. Your tax refund means a great night's sleep at Mattress Deals in Pleasant Grove, South Jordan, Murray, Salt Lake, and Orem. Shop today, sleep well tonight. With a change of season comes a change in suits. If you're shopping for suits, now's the time to get unbeatable value on men's long-wearing, wrinkle-resistant suits on sale at all Mr. Max stores. Now, if you think you've had great prices before, then brace yourself. Buy one suit at $2.99 and get the second suit for just $1. It's an event six months in the making. Mr. Mac has worked with leading manufacturers on a special purchase of over 4,000 men's suits in a wide range of sizes and colors. Now, while supplies last, buy one suit at $2.99 and get the second suit for just $1. It's an unbeatable value on traditional suits and modern fit suits. At all nine Mr. Mac stores. Remember, Mr. Mac offers free, fast alterations. Shop at Mr. Mac and see why they're Utah's leader for quality and discount prices. Mr. Mac. No one buys. No one sells. No one cares the way they do. Absolutely no one. It's spring. The air is fresh, it's clean and comfortable. You walk outside, every breath feels invigorating. There's nothing like it. That is, unless you have a home heating and cooling system from Call Climate. You see, Call Climate is run by real home comfort experts, true professionals who know how to make the air in your home feel exceptionally clean, comfortable, and refreshing with every breath you take every day of the year. There's never been a better time to get that amazing feeling either. Because right now, Call Climate is offering up to a $1,700 rebate with purchase of a new qualifying Linux system. That's a $1,700 rebate on a system that will fill your entire home with the most comfortable, clean air you've ever felt. Call the experts at Call Climate right now at 801-298-4810 or visit them online at callclimate.com. Call 801-298-4810 or go online to callclimate.com. Make it spring fresh in your house every day. Call Call Climate today. Stay tuned for the afternoon session of General Conference. Back to the debate over religious liberties on KSL News Radio. I'm reminded, Elder, of that that famous quote, and I'm not sure. I guess who who said it that my right to swing my fist ends at your nose. Exactly. What do you say to the people who say your right to religion ends with me? They don't want to feel imposed upon. The people in the society who want to preserve your right to religion, but they for themselves do not want to feel imposed upon. That's a very uh, influential argument now. But I think that the people who make that argument fail to think about the fact that, that a religious person uh, is entitled to the free exercise of religion. And in exercising their religion, they may do things that are uh, at least emotionally offensive to other people. If they do things that are physically offensive to other people, the law will probably be a barrier. Uh, Certainly the free exercise of religion has an exception in government's right to protect the health, welfare, and safety of the people. But I can't... uh, refrain from the exercise of my religion by someone else's feelings that I I seem to be saying I'm holier than you are because I go to church. I've got to be able to go to church, notwithstanding the way that makes people feel who don't choose to go to church. There are a lot of other examples that could be given. But finally, when we live in a society, we must live in an atmosphere of mutual respect. 
I must have respect for people who have values different than my own, and I expect their respect for my having values that are different from theirs. Now, if I take my values into the public square and I say that there should be a law to require all businesses to close on the Sabbath, for example, that's an old point of collision between believers and non-believers. Um, and of course, different religions have a different Sabbath day. But the question of whether the law should enforce uh, Sunday closing brings a collision. And if, if that law is enacted solely to enforce the religious belief of one group, it passes the limit. But if it is enacted to uh, carry out some good purposes of health, safety, and welfare that can be shared by religious and non-religious people, then there's a right to make that kind of law. And there are a lot of other examples that could be given. But in fact, laws collide. Whether they are non-discrimination laws or Sunday closing laws, they collide with the contention that you're trying to force your religion by me upon me by making the laws. And that's why you have to be able to look at whether there are, there are good public reasons for a law. But I think we pass the limit in that argument if we say to someone, I won't accept your argument that there are moral reasons for this. Mm -hmm. If there are public reasons as well as moral reasons, the law shouldn't be vetoed because some people voted for it for moral reasons. Mm -hmm. When you say that uh, all people of, or people of faith should be encouraged to walk shoulder to shoulder on the same path to religious freedom, um, a very a noble idea, but what about people of faith who might be frustrated by laws or municipalities who have done things like um, eliminating nativity scenes on public land or um, not allowing religious groups to meet in schools or something like that, and they're tempted to throw their arms up and say, well, what can I do? How do you respond to that? Well, this goes back to a question that you asked earlier, and I gave an incomplete answer. One thing that people of religious faith can do is bring a lawsuit to enforce uh, the free exercise of religion. Now, one thing that is notable in our law today which I know as a former judge and a, and a long-time uh, law professor and practitioner of law, is that the law of free speech has been very well developed. There are thousands of cases testing the limits of free speech. There are very few cases testing religious freedom and the free exercise of religion. Why? Why? Because people interested in free speech for one reason or another, which I can't complain, I, which I can't explain entirely, uh, they've been very likely to bring lawsuits. And there are a lot of free speech lawsuits, but there are plaintiffs behind them. Courts make law and define the law uh, under the First Amendment when a plaintiff brings a lawsuit. And there have been many times more plaintiffs on free speech than there have on religious freedom. So the law is not well developed. And I would say to, to people who are interested in the free exercise of religion, get a lawyer and go to court you think and develop ground, the law. You think ground could be gained there? Oh yes. I have no doubt about it. I'll give you an example. It is uh, contrary to the law for someone to stand up in a public schoolroom and preach religious doctrine. We all know that. There are many cases on that. But it is also contrary to every principle for a teacher to stand up and attack religion in the public schools and universities, and we don't have any cases on that. Mm. But it's quite clear to me that the same principle that forbids a teacher to teach religion forbids a teacher to attack it. And there are examples every day in public schools and in universities of public universities of teachers attacking religion 
And if they were challenged, I think the law would be developed in that area. I, I was going to ask about uh, just generally a comment that you made about civilization might have been cheapened by uh, this process of secular, uh, the, the secular development that we've created uh, uh, with human inspiration, you know, the way we live today rather than having divine inspiration match our human wisdom. And that civilization has been cheapened by that process. I'm, I'm paraphrasing you poorly, and I apologize for that. But, but again, getting back to how, civil, how civilization benefits without the rancor that would be involved in challenges in court, how do we do that? How do we, how, how do we move this forward without the rancor? I speak of that quite a bit in my lecture, and in fact, the title of my, of my talk has to do with hope. And I, I close the lecture with reasons for hope. And the, the concluding uh, pages of the lecture that I will give talk about the fact that, that the law can't resolve these questions, that the, the contention that comes from unresolved controversies in this area is poisonous to the civic atmosphere and it's a disadvantage to all of us as citizens and that I have hope for the future that we can come we as we have controversies can come to understand one another better and out of mutual respect can find ways not to surrender our differences but to learn how to live with them. You've been listening to a discussion on religious freedom with Elder Dallin H. Oaks of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Coming up on our program today, we'll be talking with the editor of the Deseret News, Paul Edwards, on the same subject on KSL News Radio. Don't have time to watch your favorite shows? Want a DVR that can record all of those favorite shows at once? Well, with the X1 DVR from Xfinity, you can record four shows while you watch live TV. I do this all the time, and I love it. And right now, for a limited time, switch to Xfinity from Comcast for $89.99 a month for a whole year. And add the X1 DVR service for $10 a month for 12 months. Ask how to get a $500 prepaid card or a free Samsung tablet. The biggest week in television history returns April 6th. It's Xfinity's Watch Week. Your all-access pass to full seasons of TV's hottest shows for free, only with Xfinity On Demand. Now, don't miss shows that everyone's talking about, like Game of Thrones, Outlander, House of Lies, and more. Plus, right now with Xfinity On Demand, see great new movies like Big Eyes, The Boy Next Door, and The Gambler. So experience TV and internet like never before with the Emmy Award-winning X1 Entertainment operating system only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, so call 1-800-XFINITY or go to Comcast.com for all of the details. Hi, this is Rod Meldrum. Holistic health and wellness, emergency preparedness and camping, Book of Mormon research. These are just a few of the topics you will venture into at the Firm Foundation Expo, featuring the 15th International Book of Mormon Evidence Conference, Thursday through Saturday, April 9th, 10th, and 11th. You'll explore important issues of our day, science and religion, food storage, preparedness, and more. Three education-packed days with over 60 distinguished speakers, including child rescue expert Timothy Ballard, Dr. Bradley Nelson of The Emotion Code, and many more. Explore exciting new evidences for the Book of Mormon. Learn about the signs of our time. This entire three-day event is only $15 per person or $30 for your entire family. Get details and register for this uplifting event at bookofmormonevidence.org. That's bookofmormonevidence.org. The Firm Foundation Expo, faithfully exploring relevant LDS topics of our day. Plan on being there April 9th, 10th, and 11th at the UCCU Event Center in Orem. More at bookofmormonevidence.org. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty. Something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 
We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. 1.30 in the KSL 24-hour newsroom. I'm in Koyo Iyamba. KSL's top local story this hour is a developing story. Salt Lake City police are investigating a murder. Police found a man dead in his home just about an hour ago near 1200 West, 900 South. Our KSL Sandra Yee reports that police are right now interviewing people waiting for a search warrant to go inside that home. Right now, no suspects so far. We'll keep you up updated on that information as we get it. Meanwhile, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints announced three new temples. President Thomas S. Monson made the announcement in this morning's general session of conference. It will be built in the following location. Habijan, Ivory Coast, Port-au-Prince, Haiti, and Bangkok, Thailand. What marvelous blessings are in store for our faithful members of these areas. 144 temples are in operation worldwide, with five being renovated and 13 more under construction. KSL's top national story this hour from ABC News. Memorial services held today at churches in Garissa, Kenya. Loved ones mourned the 148 killed at the university this week. Conducting services there, Bishop Joseph Alessandro says the terrorists killed mostly Christian students. And thousands of Catholics from around the world gathered in Rome to celebrate Easter Mass today. Pope Francis is gearing up for a historic trip of his own here to the U.S. that'll take place this fall. He'll be the first pontiff to address a joint session of Congress. Pope Francis will also be visiting President Obama at the White House before speaking at the United Nations and holding an outdoor mass in Philadelphia. Coming up on KSL News Radio, we'll check your KSL with a forecast next. KSL News Time 132. Breaking news, news in your community, traffic news. Everything we do is news on this station. Catch it weekday mornings, 5 to 9, on KSL News Radio. When we think of preparedness, we often imagine storms, accidents, earthquakes, outages, and other disasters that disrupt thousands of lives over whole regions of the country and the world. And while such calamities seem commonplace, the challenges that will shake your family will probably strike much closer to home. A job loss, sudden illness, or an accident is more likely to impact your welfare than any widespread disaster. So, will you be ready when your stormy days come? Are you prepared? Gathering emergency food and water and gearing up for hard times are simple when you know how. Let your friends at Emergency Essentials help you get prepared. In our stores, you'll find emergency food supplies, water, Water storage, power backup, first aid, sanitation, hundreds of ways your family can get ready for challenging times ahead, however they may come. Visit Emergency Essentials in Murray, Bountiful, South Jordan, and Orem. Or visit BePrepared.com. Helping people prepare. That's Emergency Essentials. Looking to upgrade your home with a new floor? Hurry into Boat Cuts Flooring America in West Jordan today, where you'll save 30% on select flooring store-wide during their hard-to-beat flooring event. Boat Cuts Flooring is giving you the chance to create the room of your dreams by offering some of the lowest prices on their highest quality floors for a limited time only. That means huge 30% discounts on elegant hardwood, high-performance laminate, durable tile, easy care vinyl, and more. Plus, with select purchases, get a complimentary iRobot Brava Floor Mopping Robot. Hassle hands-free cleaning to maintain gleaming hard surface floors every day. Let iRobot Brava do all your hard floor cleaning for you the easy way. Ask about special extended financing available. Subject to credit approval. See store for details. You don't want to miss an opportunity like this. A new floor and an iRobot Brava. That's hard to beat. It's the hard to beat flooring sale going on now at Boat Cuts Flooring America in West Jordan at 1227 West, 9000 South, or at BoatCutsFlooringAmerica.com where friends send friends. Les Olson Company offers HP printers, an ideal and affordable solution for small to medium sized businesses that need to print professional looking documents with ease. We offer a wide variety of HP devices from single-function printers to compact, network-ready MFPs that let you copy, print, and scan from one device. And for businesses that need to print larger materials, we offer HP DesignJet large-format printers. Start saving money by printing high-quality photos, posters, banners, line drawings, CAD drawings, and much more, all in your own office. Our warehouse is fully stocked with HP toner, ink, and large-format media, 
and we're an HP Service One expert partner, which means we can provide expert maintenance and repair on your HP equipment. Learn more at lessolson.com slash products or visit any of our seven locations. Les Olson Company, your business empowered. Les Olson Company. KSL has added more eyes to your commute to break in with problems faster. The truck on its side, three left lanes blocked. Triple team traffic on KSL News Radio. Traffic and weather together brought to you by your Utah Toyota dealers. We're looking at uh, eastbound accident at I 80. At milepost 150, looks like that's off the ramp to Tollgate Canyon. That road there is closed, so use an alternate route. Also, if you are in downtown Salt Lake City, just watch for heavy traffic around, uh, looks like, Temple Square because of the LDS General Conference. And if you see any other traffic incidents that I've missed, please call me, 801-575-6397. And we're looking for Easter. You can bet on that blustery yet sunny day with a high of 70 degrees today. The clouds and a cold front move in. Temperatures take a sharp dip to 58 degrees tomorrow. Possible showers warming to 64 Tuesday and then a chance of showers again Tuesday night and Wednesday with highs hovering near 56 degrees. It's 66 degrees right now at 136. You get the top stories every 30 minutes. Breaking news the second it happens. I'm in Koyo Iamba KSO News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM Utah's news traffic and weather station. Stay tuned for the afternoon session of General Conference. Back to the debate over religious liberties on KSL News Radio. A good afternoon to you, Grant Nielsen and Amanda Dixon. And with us, uh, our special guest, Paul Edwards, who is the editor of the Deseret News. Paul, it is very nice to have you with us on this program. As we talk about religious freedom and uh, framing it in the context of the remarks we just heard from Elder Oaks, um, he talked about advocating for religious freedom, and as we talk about religious freedom, being at risk in this country from from people who are giving pushback, how do you see, or what does it look like to you, the advocating of, for religious freedom? Well, very good question, Grant, about how is it that, you know, given what Elder Oaks has uh, been teaching us about the decline of religious liberty, what do we as individuals do to um, advocate for a more robust religious liberty in public life. And I think a few things that come through in the kinds of remarks that we hear from Elder Oaks regularly on this topic have to do with what it means to have religion influence public life and public issues. And he's made a very strong case for how um, things like the civil rights movement in the United States the abolition movement in the United States and throughout the world were motivated by people who had a strong belief that human conduct is governed by absolute moral truth given by a creator, by a supreme being, and that it's vital that that kind of moral certainty be a part of our public dialogue. So. It, it is very disturbing when people come to um, questions about school curriculum or um, and they may have a firmly rooted belief about right and wrong and they are told that they are not allowed to bring that moral certainty into the debate because it's you know religious language and therefore somehow inappropriate in a public discussion. So we need to be, um, you know, if we take seriously these teachings, we need to be courageous in standing up for um, uh, bringing uh, religious sentiment into uh, public dialogue. This may be at a town hall level. It may be at a national level in a national discussion. But um, we shouldn't shy away from when we don't always have a secular basis for talking about a public policy, just saying, I believe that, you know, this is a correct way to approach the problem. There's a right and wrong to this question. That does come from, you know, what I understand to be right and wrong, uh, and it's okay 
to use a religious foundation for some of those discussions, even in public life. And Elder Oak suggested that that courage might even take the form of bringing a legal action, that this is being done on the opposite side of these issues. So more people may need to take the some may say courageous step of bringing a lawsuit when that's appropriate. Do you see that that needing to happen, Paul, in any particular areas? Well, uh, look, I, there are what what is uh, helpful in this regard, Amanda, is that there are several public interest law firms around the country who now have a focus on protecting religious liberty. One would, uh, one notable one is the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty. And they are actually in a position to, uh, look and evaluate when people feel that a religious freedom has been, uh, impinged or violated. And, um, so it, th- that's a resource available to the average citizen who may find that something has come up. I mean, uh, I, I know of a, a, a group here in Utah that, um, has expressed concerns about uh, different uh, policies that help um, uh, protect their freedom of worship with uh, Sabbath day observance uh, in some public policies for local school districts and local high schools. And I understand that they're in contact with the Beckett Fund about, you know, uh, this has been expressed in the way that uh, we like to govern our local affairs. And uh, is there an opportunity it, when if, if there is a challenge to this, which it sounds like there might be, um, is there a way for us to properly defend this in court? So that but I'd see that as a last resort, Amanda. Um, you know, better is just for people to be aware and involved and to step forward and, uh, like we've talked about, be courageous in being themselves. Uh, religious conscience is is nothing more than uh, an expression of, you know, what is vital and true to most Americans, the way that they conceive of the world that they live in and of themselves. Uh, most Americans express a strong belief in a supreme being. Most Americans express a desire to pray regularly. Uh, most Americans attend church on a regular basis. So even though we see a more um, muscular uh, secularism in the public sphere, it's it's just fine for people to step forward and say, this is what I believe, and um, this is who I am, and this is a, a topic that's important to me. Would an aggressive advocacy for religious freedom send a wrong message in some cases? Well, that's a, a very important question. And, and as in all things, prudence is a very important virtue. And um, there can be times, I think, Grant, where uh, if we are overzealous in the protection of something, it can actually backfire in certain ways. And so... Um, I think a lot of people who are concerned about religious liberty in this country are carefully evaluating just how aggressive should we be in in this such that it doesn't um, – if, if, if we're fighting for religious freedom in um, somewhat extreme areas or, you know, on the outer edges of um, what – some people might think is sensible, that may impact our ability to protect the core of religious freedom, the ability of churches to um, strongly advocate for the moral truths and doctrines that are important to them and to practice religion the way that uh, is absolutely necessary according to their teachings. Uh, I mean, an example of this, uh, I, I think there was actually some debate among people very solicitous of religious freedom around the strategy with the Hobby Lobby case. Mm -hmm. And in Hobby Lobby, uh, you'll remember that uh, there was a question about whether or not for-profit corporations have some religious rights that might be protected by the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. And um, we we got a sort of... um, 
uh, splitting of uh, hairs in that case because it it wasn't all for-profit corporations. It was closely held corporations. And I mean, there's some nuance to this. But you can appreciate that um, if you had a very secular, you know, what was understood to be a very secular for-profit corporation now going out and trying to use the rights of religious freedom for what what looked like purely um, material advantage rather than a sincerely held belief, that that would backfire. I mean, people would look at that and say, well, that's not what I understood as religious liberty. And it could harm the ability of those say a you know a small family that's running a christian bookstore and has you know wants to protect a kind of belief it it could harm their ability to do that if we overreach in some areas we'll take a break and when we come back paul may may i ask you about putting religious liberty in historic perspective i mean the church in particular is not one to take their religious liberty for granted looking back at our own history and maybe even take a look and comparing religious liberty among other nations of the world and looking at where we are in comparison our guest on this program is paul edwards the editor of the deseret news back in a moment hi i'm dr walt medlin if you're more than 60 years old and more than 60 pounds overweight, you can still benefit from surgically assisted weight loss, especially if you have joint problems, diabetes, or heart disease. Weight loss surgery for seniors can be very affordable. Come see us to talk about your options. There's no obligation. To learn more, call your doctor or contact us. To schedule an appointment with a bariatric surgeon, call 801-746-2885 or go to GetThinUtah.com. Salt Lake Regional Medical Center is a partnership that includes physician owners. Hello, America. It's me, Richard, H&R Block Tax Pro. Did you know that more than 70% of Americans get refunds? If you haven't filed yet, there's no better time to come in and let the tax professionals at H&R Block get you every penny you deserve. Visit hrblock.com to schedule an appointment today. Same-day appointments are available, but they're filling up fast. Get your billions back, America. Not everyone gets a refund. Statistics based on IRS data. You're not going to believe what's going on down here at the LDS Business College. Our enrollment is up 19% from last year. Here's why. One, at the Rocky Mountain Cyber Defense Competition, our IT students finished just behind Air Force, the four-time defending champs. Two, last month was our annual L2E career conference. We flew in some of the nation's leading business and spiritual giants to inspire us to build successful Christ-centered careers. We trended on Twitter worldwide for most of the day. That even blew my mind. Three, at this year's DECA competition, we took first in six out of 13 events and had the top two test scores overall. Four, NBC's The Voice contacted our social media students to help promote their show. Now, we would absolutely love to meet you. Discover your direction at LDS Business College. If you don't absolutely love your kitchen, there is no reason anymore that you can't have granite, thanks to half-priced granite. Granite is not just for the wealthy anymore. Half-priced granite brings affordable luxury to your home. And right now, the color Alaska Stunning White Granite, so popular for kitchens, is at a great savings at half-priced granite. They got a beautiful deal direct from the quarries in Brazil, so this Alaska granite is at half price and the supply will sell out soon. And this includes the cutting, the edging, and the installation stunning granite for half price. Plus, you can save so much on the gorgeous stainless steel gooseneck faucets all at half price. Undermount stainless steel sinks, beautiful, several to choose from all at half price. Come see their wonderful showroom there near 33rd South, exit off I-15. Go to halfpricedgranite.com. That's halfpriced with a D.com. Or call 801-486-1700. That's 801-486-1700. This gorgeous Alaska granite will sell out at half price fast at Half Price Granite. Stay tuned for the afternoon session of General Conference. Back to the debate over religious liberties on KSL News Radio. 
Thank you for joining us today on KSL News Radio. I'm Grant Nielsen with Amanda Dixon, and our guest is Paul Edwards, who is the editor of the Deseret News. And we've been talking, Paul, about religious liberties, and I want to ask you to put it first in historic perspective, if you would, when we look at not just the churches, but let's begin there with the church's history. Religious liberties is not something that the church takes for granted. Well, uh, certainly for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, the... Uh, the 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 issues related to the free exercise of religion uh, were central to uh, the the saints' identity uh, so early on. Right, I I think it's very interesting, by the way, um, Grant and Amanda, to consider that New York State itself was a real haven of religious liberty. And not so much because of um, the, cons- the the way the Constitution of the United States was interpreted at the time, because it wasn't clear how the First Amendment of the Constitution applied to the state of New York. But the state of New York, uh, when the revolutionary government of New York State, that is the the legislature formed during the revolution, reconvened after the city of New York was liberated from the British, their very first act was to pass a bill that allowed anyone who could organize six people to come together in a trusteeship to organize a church. And this was revolutionary (laughs) Um, legal doctrine in the United States because charters previously had been granted only to by a legislative session. And there were a couple dozen religious charters in New York prior to the passage of this act. And so what's called the free incorporation of religion was unique to, Unor- to, unique to New York State and became a part of its heritage and hence became a real cauldron of uh, religious fervor and activity, which uh, some people called the burned-over district because of the number of revivals that happened there in the early 19th century. So it was a real cradle for freedom of religion and um, religious expression. And uh, that, of course, is where the um, LDS Church was first organized, uh, under that same uh, kind of governance. But uh, what we saw, of course, in the, the history is the saints try to um, organize themselves into communities and into cities, is that their free exercise of what they understood to be their doctrines was challenged um, by, uh, y- y- you know, in a variety of ways. And um, the forceful uh, expulsion of the saints from Missouri and into Illinois, and then later their expulsion from Illinois, uh, the the whole effort to find a safe haven for the expression and the living out of beliefs that came from the restoration of the gospel, um, you know, is is most of our early history. Mm-hmm. And uh, and even once in Utah, of course, the big issue becomes the question around plural marriage and the legality of that, and that's challenged through uh, the courts. And um, so th- this is this has been a you know a, through the warp and weave of uh, LDS history and identity. Mm-hmm. Well, as ed- editor of the Deseret News, I know you have strong feelings about the role of media, and and all of us here who work for the Deseret Media uh, companies, you know, feel um, a, a sincere uh, responsibility to make sure that we. Uh, we we not only advocate for the, those things that we believe in, but also bring in other opinions so that we can have a dialogue, so that we bring the dialogue into the middle, so that we're not on the extreme on either mm-hmm. end. Yeah, well, and um, vitally important, right? These the, the curious thing about, you know, Amanda asked about the history of religious freedom, and I think we see this with press as well. I mean, the, the great hope is that what we have is a vibrant marketplace where people make uh, free choices based on lots of information. 
that's been helpful for uh, the freedom of religion in the United States, for the freedom of the press. These things go hand in hand. Paul, I wish we had more time, and what a delight to speak with Paul Edwards, who is the editor of the Deseret News on this conference Sunday. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like the storm. When it kicked in, we had a plan. We were able to get in touch with each other in no time. My husband kept the kids occupied. I felt like we handled everything very well. The whole experience was fine. It was kind of like a little family adventure. I remember the relief of being together. If there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms out there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. What if your brother or your husband or your daughter what if your son came back from the service with a spinal cord injury a quadriplegic a paraplegic in a wheelchair when they volunteer to serve we expect our country to be there for them if they are injured for more than 60 years paralyzed veterans of america has been fighting to ensure that we receive all of the benefits that we've earned benefits to help with medical care rehabilitation and training and our dedicated professionals know how to navigate the system so our injured veterans can concentrate on getting well thank you paralyzed veterans for helping our daughter my husband my son thank you paralyzed veterans of america for helping my brother to learn how you can help our injured veterans visit paralyzed veterans of america at pva.org a public service of paralyzed veterans of america when I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. Prevent your child's next asthma attack. Call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. Visit www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the best shopping experience in town, look no further than Station Park in Farmington. Station Park has everything you're looking for all in one place, surrounded by a unique and open-air environment with fire pits, plenty of lounge area seating, gathering space, and water features, all surrounded by Utah's most wanted shops, including Lululemon, Victoria's Secret, Banana Republic, Bath & Body Works, J. Crew, Loft, and Forever 21, and new stores opening soon like Build-A-Bear, Justice, and Lane Bryant. Shopping is the only great thing about Station Park, you'll also experience incredible dining with some exclusive to Station Park, like Twigs Bistro, Parkstone Wood Kitchen, or Tricetabello, Johnny Rockets, and so much more. So what are you waiting for? Experience an extraordinary way to shop and dine at Station Park in Farmington today. Station Park, take exit I-15 at Park Lane in Farmington, or jump on Front Runner and head north, or visit shopatstationpark.com. My kidney failed when I was six years old, and I have been on dialysis until last September when I got my kidney transplant. While at kidney camp, my mom got a call that someone had donated a kidney to me. That was me five years ago. I didn't know I could make it this far. But since my kidney transplant, I've graduated high school and taken a trip to Hawaii. And now I want to go to college, and the Kidney Foundation can make it possible. Please support the National Kidney Foundation programs like Kidney Camp and Patient Scholarships by donating your cars to Kidney Cars. Hi, this is Doug Wright. Please support National Kidney Foundation programs like Kidney Camp and Patient Scholarships by donating your car to Kidney Cars. It's a great feeling, I know, because I've donated three cars. If you donate now before December 31st, you'll get a great tax deduction. Call 1-800-TOW-CARS, T-O-W-K-A-R-S, or donate online at towcars.org with a K like kidney. 
The outdoors is calling. Answer the John Deere Gator utility vehicle from Stoats Equipment, your local John Deere dealership. They have up to a 1,400-pound payload and speeds up to 53 miles per hour. Get $2,500 off the RSX 850i or $800 off the XUV 825i when you purchase a 2014 model or earlier. In the market for a riding lawnmower this spring? To find the right mower for you, stop by to experience their full lineup and save on select mowers. Have a little more land to work with? Get 0% financing for 84 months on any John Deere compact utility tractor. These workhorses are packed with plenty of power, versatility, and features like the iMatch hitch with quick implement hookup. And you can get one now and pay no interest for 84 months. Now that's an offer. Call or come in today. They cover the state from St. George to Tremont with five locations in Utah and one in southern Idaho. Visit StotesEquipment.com for a store near you. Offers end April 30th, 2015. Subject to approved installment credit with John Deere Financial. Some restrictions apply. See Stotes Equipment for details. The 185th General Conference of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.